Hello, Health Builders. I'm your host, Dr. Jamie Rasmussen, and welcome to another episode of Habits That Heal, a podcast dedicated to giving you the tools and insights necessary to protect your greatest asset, your health. And today's episode is COVID-20. In the last 50 years, your parents' approach to health has led to a 1,200% increase in chronic illness. Until the conversation around health changes, you can expect your results to be the same. If you're okay with a life filled with unnecessary suffering, tune out. If you're ready to break the cycle, let's get to work. In this episode, you will discover why you need to start preparing for COVID-20 today. I just finished reading a press release from NPR, and in it they talked about how Japan is placing the stay-at-home order, the full quarantine order, all the restrictions, they're putting them back in place Right now, they were done for a month. They had blasted through COVID-19. And then a month later, they have to shut everything down again. And because how we in America and how most countries around the world have managed COVID-19, we should expect the exact same thing. And here's why. If you have a basic understanding of epidemiology, you understand the concept of herd immunity. And what herd immunity is, is when a population is exposed to a virus, a lot of people get it, and then they develop immunity to it. And then when it tries to make a resurgence in that population, people's immune systems shut it down and it does not come back. Well, that's not how we've been dealing with COVID-19. And what does that mean for you? Well, it means you have to start thinking about not just surviving this current quarantine that we are in, but what you can do to prepare for what's coming down the pike, likely in the fall. And my podcasts are primarily dedicated to giving you tools and insights to build healthy habits. There's a lot of sunshine and light I try and pour into you because there's so much darkness in the world, especially in times like this. However, people need a wake-up call right now. And the reason is, is because we are stuck in fight or flight as a nation. And I would argue worldwide right now. So when the body is stuck in fight or flight, it only cares about one thing, and that is short-term survival. When you're being chased around by a bear, You are not thinking about your 401k. You're not even thinking about your dinner plans later that night. You are thinking about one thing, and that's survival. Well, thanks to modern media, all of us have been programmed into fight or flight. You cannot escape it. And now it's become a prevalent thing out in the public. There is a palpable energy out there of fear. And even if you have not been watching the media, just being around other people in a heightened fear state, it's programmed into our bodies to also be thinking, hey, wait a minute, should I be really afraid of this? Well, all the people around me are completely freaked out. I probably should be freaked out. And when the body gets freaked out, it gets locked into fight or flight. And after that, your prefrontal cortex, the part of your brain that's responsible for empathy, reason, and logic, it is 
shutting down. You're not using that thing the way you're supposed to. That's why there's so much insanity happening in the world right now. I mean, look at all the people buying toilet paper. That's an example of how logic and reason aren't working in a panic state. Empathy, that's another big one. Now we're getting data that domestic violence has exploded. And that's because when people are freaked out, they're not able to be empathetic. So this is the first time in history that countries have quarantined healthy populations. Typically in a quarantine, what will happen is they will put away people who have tested positive for a certain virus to prevent it being spread to those who don't have that virus. Or there is another approach, which is quarantining those that are most vulnerable and letting the majority develop herd immunity. So next time it comes around, nobody has to worry, not even the vulnerable, because it doesn't blast through the entire population. Like I said, we didn't do that. And that's beyond my control. That's beyond your control. And as far as following everything that's going on on social media and in the news and all the insanity that's happening all around us, remember, people are not using their logical brains. It's easy to get pulled into that. It's easy to get frustrated and angry. And it's it's easy to get scared when you read a lot of that stuff. And here is my plea for you. Right now, I am asking, no, I am urging that you step away from those platforms as much as humanly possible and then start pouring into your body so you can build up some calm in your brain. And in the previous episode, I get into strategies on how to do that. But the number one strategy is literally unplugging from social media and the news. And when you do that, it calms the brain down quite a bit. So you can be logical, you can be rational, and then you can start thinking about the long game because you have to think about the long game right now. If COVID-19 is making a resurgence in Japan, guaranteed it's going to happen here in the United States. We're not going to escape that. So what can you be doing right now? Well, based on all the data available right now, those who are really getting hit hard by COVID-19, all those mortality statistics, all those death tolls, those are people who were really sick in the first place. And then when they got exposed to it, well, their bodies couldn't handle it. And on top of that, there is a lot of controversy on how doctors are uh, determining whether or not they died from COVID-19. And what they're saying, regardless of what caused the death, if a person died and they were tested and they had COVID-19, the cause of death is listed as COVID-19. That doesn't matter if somebody was on their deathbed already, stage four cancer in hospice. If they were going to die the next day and they died a day early, they chalk it up as COVID-19. And it turns out lots and lots of these deaths are being chalked up that way. On top of that, there are other issues at play, like doctors getting 10 plus thousand dollars per COVID-19 diagnosis. So you throw money into the mix, it really muddies the waters. So all this fear and all this misinformation that's propagating 
everywhere. The best thing you could do is step back from it and then go, all right, what's long game? What's long game approach? What do I have to do to prepare myself and my family for a fall that maybe looks a lot like what we're dealing with now? Well, on Sunday, before I even read this press headline, I created a COVID-20 prep list, and not because I'm a tinfoil hat-wearing conspiracy theorist. It's because I'm a realist. Right now, I am not freaked out about COVID-19. I'm pretty disappointed with how we're handling it, but within every challenge, there's an incredible opportunity, and people will rise to the challenge, and they will come out of it exponentially stronger and better than when they went into it. And I am committed to doing that for myself, for my family, for my patients, for my community. I'm committed to coming out of this thing 10 times stronger than when I went into it. And that will not happen by accident. That has to be a very strategic move. And that's what we're doing. COVID-20, same thing. I got exposed. A lot of us got exposed with COVID-20. We found some blind spots that were glaring that we weren't seeing because we weren't pushed to the brink. Warren Buffett says, when the tide goes out, you get to see all those who are swimming naked. We got exposed. I am not going to be exposed by another pandemic. So I made my list. And I'm not going to get into the specifics of what that list are, but I'm going to give you some strong recommendations on what you need to be doing, where your energy needs to be going. It does not need to be going into trying to figure out what our government is going to do. It should not be going into getting in arguments with people on Facebook or getting disappointed or getting frustrated with things that are outside of your control. Every ounce of your energy should be poured into things you can control. And they are pouring into your physical health, pouring into your mental health, and pouring into your spiritual health. And when you develop habits that reinforce the health in all of these areas, you will get healthier physically, you will get healthier mentally, and you will get healthier spiritually. And then you can walk around with absolute certainty that no matter what you're exposed to, you're going to be fine. Your family's going to be fine. And you're going to be able to use the parts of your brain that are responsible for logic and reasoning. And you're going to be clear on the decisions that you need to make for your family to protect them. You can make the best decisions to protect your financial assets. You get clarity in all areas of your life, and that way you will become not only resilient to external forces, but you will become adaptable. And that quality is absolutely necessary if you want to turn challenges into opportunities. So here is my challenge for you. Unplug from the news. Unplug from social media. Start pouring into your physical health. Start pouring into your mental health. Start pouring into your spiritual health. I'm going to give you one action item in each of those categories to help you start that process. Now, what works for me might not be for you, but this is just to get the ball rolling. I challenge you to do what I did on the whiteboard Write down where you were exposed when COVID-19 came around. And if COVID-20 comes back this fall, what ducks do you want to have in a row? As far as physical health, going out for a 20-minute walk 
every single day, regardless of the weather. 20 minutes moving around in the fresh air. As far as mental health, simple. I've mentioned it multiple times on this podcast already. Turn your phone off, get away from screens, unplug from social media, shut the news down. As far as spiritual health, read a spiritual text before bed, an actual book. I don't care what spiritual text it is. Pull out a spiritual text, spend 10 minutes reading it right before bed, shut it, close your eyes. And as you develop these habits over time, you're going to be resilient. And most importantly, you're going to be adaptable. We'll talk soon. Bye. And now it's time to turn ideas into action because ideas without action are worthless. And if you could please do me a personal favor of subscribing to this podcast, sharing this podcast, and leaving a review, I would be eternally grateful. Love y'all. Bye.